It's time to soothe, groove, and move those hidden innuendos. Hello, and welcome to the program. I have to say, when I was reading your story, it it touched me. Um, it, would you mind Would you mind explain the story uh, again for me, please? Um. Well, it happened because I lost my husband last year due to COVID and and he was only 47 years old and that's why I say and now my therapist says live my life to the fullest and I'm because you don't never know when it's going to be your last yeah and and are, and are we doing that now and I'm first off I'm I am so sorry for your loss thank you, know, you. that's that's never easy and I, I I I can't say that I've been there but it's you know, my heart goes out to you, and um, and he was so young too. He was forty-seven. Yep. And how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I just got home from work. Okay. Has work been uh, keeping you occupied? Yeah, that and plus my family, and now it's been keeping me busy. So. How long were you guys married for? Twenty-five years. And uh, and now you're, are you? Can you tell me if you've been? Are you fully healed and ready to to move on with your life? In a way, yes, and in a way, no. Mm. And I, um, it still feels, I still feel like I'm lost because usually when I come home every day and now he's here and now he's not. So, but I'm getting, I'm getting it, I'm getting by day by day. Obviously, it sounds to me like you're in the same, same house. Are yep. you, are you still in the same bed that you both were in? Yep. Yeah. Is it is it hard to go to bed at night and wake up in the morning in the same bed? Uh, morning, no. At night, no. Because on the weekend, it's hard because he was here. But at night time, no, because he was at work and I was here. So it's not. It ain't that hard. But on the weekend, no, it's hard. I, I can't imagine uh, what you're going through, but um, I can somewhat relate. Again, I, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but I can somewhat relate to losing someone that I loved. Right? I think heartbreak it definitely does have a definition of of losing someone. Either that's a a loss from uh, from a relationship with a boyfriend and girlfriend, or a separation or divorce. But in this case, it's it's an unfortunate death. But um, real quick about just with me is that when I went through my heartbreak with my ex-girlfriend, I actually got a new bed because I just could no longer uh, sleep with those memories any any longer. So I don't know if it's something that you would consider is possibly getting a new bed and, and starting fresh that way. I consider that, and I'll, but it don't bother me that much because, like I said, on the weekends and now we were together, mm -hmm. and then... Then Monday through Friday, and now we wasn't because he was at work. We both worked at the same plant. But I just worked first shift, and he worked third shift. So we would pass each other going. He was coming home. I was going to work. So it, don't, it didn't bother me at nighttime. 
and everything. But on the weekends and all, it does sometimes. But I got used to it now. You got used to it. I still, I just still sleep on my side. I don't sleep on his side. And then do you have you have children? Yes, we got we had two daughters. Okay, how are the girls doing? The youngest one and all, she's doing pretty good. But the oldest one, um, she's taking it pretty hard because that was she saw him every day and all on the weekends and stuff and then every other weekend and now she saw him and all but she didn't see him during the week because like i said and all he had to be at work at 5 30. he didn't get off work so they never seen one another and all not but on the weekends but she's taking it pretty hard because she not only lost her daddy in the same year she also lost um we also lost my mother-in-law the same year also from from covid no she um she got um hurt in a um a car accident right before um thanksgiving and she was carrying my daughter to work because my daughter didn't have her license so that morning and everything my mother-in-law she fought cancer and everything and then she had to have um surgery now to have two bags and all on her and the bags and all was no good to her so they was rushing to get she was rushing to get christine to work on time and then next thing you know on the way to work she went into the left lane and they hit a vehicle head on and my mother-in-law wasn't wearing a seat belt so it's through strung her from one side of the car to the other side of the car i'm so sorry but yeah, she lost her daddy in January, and then she lost her her mima, and now that was what she called her in November. In um November. My my heart goes out to you, to you and your family, Judy. It really does. Um, Thank you. I know last year was was a process for you. It was an unfortunate tragedy, uh, one after another. But yep. how how did you cope with it? How how are you how did you slowly start to pick up the pieces and start to live your life again looking at my grandkids and now because we got we had um two grandkids and now two granddaughters um Ab gabby my oldest one that was his eyeball um along with mine and by me seeing her every day Seeing all my grandkids and all got me through it. So family, that's nice. That's beautiful. And, and you're you're in Mullins, South Carolina, correct? Yep. What exactly are you looking for? Somebody that's respectful. Um, somebody that will treat me with respect, and I will show them the same thing. Um, somebody that likes going to church on Sundays, and I, which I do. I go to church every Sunday. Well, try to go to church every Sunday, put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, not easy. No, it's not. But we try to go every Sunday and also. Have you been finding that uh, a big healing process for you going to church every Sunday? Yeah, I have. Because when my husband passed away that Saturday, well, I say, yeah, that Wednesday night. And now they called me and told me now that they was going to do start my husband on Kenny Dallas for the preacher or he couldn't make it but his wife did 
and they all she got up and told them everything and all that was going to happen and so they stood I stood right there in front of the church and everything and they all prayed hmm. and everything for my husband so and then that Sunday now they did the same thing and now my sister told them and all that my husband passed and everything and all of them come up there hugging me telling me they're sorry that the, um Judy you okay yeah I'm good uh, I'm sending you the biggest virtual hug in existence so I'm sending it right now to you I hope we I hope you get it right now thank you <laughs> <laughs> are you are you still seeing a therapist um no I sure ain't. I quit and now because by the time I went back to work because the week that I that he caught COVID and everything, I just had back surgery on my back. And all that Monday. Um, I still remember the date. I had my back surgery on January the tenth. Um, I couldn't drive, I couldn't do anything hardly. Because the doctor told me to take it easy until I go back to him on the 24th. And then the week after, and now that's when he caught COVID. Oh, my gosh. Back surgery, losing your husband, your mother-in-law getting an accident. You've just had an unfortunate storm last year. Yep. And then on top of that and everything... My sister-in-law passed away, too. In the same year? She passed away January of this year. Oh, my goodness. You, I've, I just spoke with you yesterday for a couple of minutes, and I'm talking to you right now for the second time, but you sound like an incredible person, and you're, you sound very strong, and I, I admire you. I really do respect <laughs> the hell out of you. And um, I am, I'm really praying that you find a guy that's going to love you and worship you and understand that uh it takes some time to heal and he's going to be there every step of the way and i'm sure if he's going through some problems you're going to help him every step of the way because you seem like a very very great person and uh, we need more judy's out there <laughs> well i just put my faith in the good lord jesus and god and now uh, he's helped me through it and now uh, because without him i probably would have been i probably would have been gone by now what, what do you mean by that if I didn't have my faith in God and then have my family supporting me, being behind my back, and now I probably would have committed suicide. I'm going to share something with you. And um, I've, I haven't really shared this with a lot of people, not even my therapist, if that's okay with you. It's fine. And I'm sharing this on the podcast, which is kind of weird, but it's, um, you know, I I'm very vulnerable. I've been vulnerable since last year um, when I went through my breakup. And I have, I have two younger kids. I, I went through a bad breakup with my ex-girlfriend and um, there, was a, there was a time and uh, I was pretty close. I was, uh, I was looking at that bathtub and I just felt alone. You know, I felt like I had no one. And, um, you know, just hearing you say that, it, 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 I, feel, I feel that... Um, you're not the only one. I'm not the only only one. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who've thought the same thing. But um, 
But then again, you, you thought about, you, you second thought about, it. I mean, you had another, you took a step back and you said, you know what? No, I've got something to live for, right? God put me on this planet for a reason. I have two beautiful girls. I have two great uh, grandkids. You've got something to live for. And yeah. um, same with me. Like I've got two young kids that I can't abandon them. And I, I hope that this message goes across for everyone else out there is that the, the thought is real. That's for sure. But it's not worth it because um, you've got so much to live for. And, and I'm so glad that you did it. And I'm so glad I did it. And I'm, I, hope, I hope to God that everyone out there doesn't do it because it's, it's not right. And, um, you know, like I said, we all have something to live for. And I'm glad that you're here. I really am. Well, thank you. Of course. So what can I do? What what can I do? I'm not saying you need any help, but if uh, I, I, I use this example um, on my, one of my last shows, let's just say you and I. Do drink. I drink every now and then. And now it's according if I'm having a bad day at work, I come home, have me a little bit of drink and then that's it. But okay. I don't. I just stay home and and I don't drink. I don't go out and party and drinking and all and drive and all that. I don't do all that. Okay. Well, let's just say this. Let's just say that I actually happen to be in uh, Myrtle Beach and I happen to see you. And uh, guess what? We have an Uber driver that's driving us everywhere, right? So you and me are just having a, a night out in the town, just as two two good friends, okay? And we uh, we stumble across this this bar, and you see a gentleman. That sparks your interest, okay? But you're a little shy, and he looks a little shy, and I'll be your designated wingman. How's that? <laughs> now, <laughs> what would be the one thing that you would want me to ask this gentleman for you, besides, are you married? I, I really couldn't tell you. It's been so long. Because <laughs> 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 I met. I met my husband at a plant, and I'll, um, so I really couldn't tell you <laughs> to say the truth. What if I'll just go up to him and just say, hello, uh, my friend Judy here thinks you're, uh, you're, you're cute and, uh, would like to have you come and join us for a drink. How's that? Keep yeah, it, that sounds good to me. Keep it short, right? Keep it short and sweet. Yep. How long have you been online? If you're my masking. Um, I started a year ago and everything. Um, well, January, matter of fact, January was a year that my husband passed. I waited a year because that's my kids asked me, my daughter, especially my oldest one, asked me and I said, Mama, wait a year and everything. If you want to find somebody, that's fine, but just wait a year. Mm -hmm. I told her, okay. And have you gone out with anyone since? Mm-mm. Nope. Ain't going out with nobody. Okay. When you say you, you're not going out with anyone, is it because you, you choose not to or you just haven't found anyone that's that's suitable for you yet? I just ain't found no one. I just ain't found no one. Okay. Give it some time. I promise it's going to come around. It will. <laughs> I just put my faith in God. And now if he wants me to be with somebody else, then fine. If not, I'll leave that up to him. Absolutely. And I'm sure that he would want the same 
because like I said, you, you seem like you've got a lot of love to give. You seem like a great person. You've been through a lot. You've been through hell. And you need, I'm not saying, I'm sorry, you don't, you don't need, but it'd be nice for you to, to walk this, this life, this, this path with someone that, that you're going to love again. Cause I'm sure your heart wants to love again, right? Yeah. I can't wait to hear back from you and tell me that you met someone. Well, actually no, but like I said, you're going to tell me that, that this guy found me. Are there any guys at the plant that you may have any interest in since you met your husband there? I haven't seen nobody yet, so. In time. Yeah, it's only been a year. Let's give it some more time, right? Yeah. Like I said, you're on the right step. You're you're exposing yourself out there to, to be seen. That's that's one big step. And then the next step is just to kind of be patient and, and wait for it. Um, now I have to, yep. and I'll definitely admit to you that there may be a couple dates that you go on with that there may be some pitfalls. That's going to happen, and that's very common. You know, cities are different, personalities are different, so who knows? Maybe you're going to find someone on the first date, which I, I hope to God you do. You know, I hope, I hope to God you bat a thousand, because you seem like, like, like I said, you're a great person, and the, the fact that you, you came on here and told me about what's, you know, your past, it, it's beautiful, and I'm, I'm so sorry that this happened to you and your kids. And um, if there's anything I can do, Judy, and I mean that anything I can do, I'm, a, I'm just a phone call away. You can call me anytime. Like, I'm here for you. Thank you. Um, I didn't get to say goodbye to my husband and everything. And that really kind of upset me a little bit. Because the last thing I told him before... I left the hospital was to fight, fight for me, fight for our grandkids and I'll fight this stuff. And he told me he would. And then that 1130 that night, they called me. I was already in bed asleep and they called me and from the hospital said and all that they was putting him on the vents because he couldn't breathe and all his oxygen level wasn't, go wasn't going back up. So they had to put him on a vent. And then again at 2.30 they called me and told me now that he was getting transferred from Grand County to Seacoast and uh, which is in Little River. And that's the last thing I said to him before I left the hospital that night. But like you said, it wasn't a chance. I mean, you didn't really say goodbye, right? Yep, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. If you saw him right now, what would you say to him? I would say, I love you and I miss you. I wish you would have fought more harder than what you did. I would say your grandkids love you, misses you. Because they got a piece of me with them and then they got a piece of him with them also because before all this happened and all me and him went to the beach because we got two grandkids. Now we got three now because he and he ain't never met the newer one. But but the first one and everything we went down there and recorded a saying on one of their um, Build-A-Bears 
and I'll say, Mimi loves you. Poppy loves you too. They can hear his voice anytime they want to. And my voice. So he's always here. He's always here with you guys. Yep. I love that. I absolutely love that. That was beautiful, Judy. Thank you. I um, normally I always uh, ask this question at the end of the show, if, if it's okay with you. And again, this could be a, um, a happy, a sad, or a, um, a funny. Um, if there's a song that you can come up with right now, what would be the name of that song? And what would be the genre? Hmm. Um, because me and him, we had our songs and everything. We, matter of fact, no, we had two songs. Um, one was the Keeper of the Stars because he found me, and then two is a Celine Dion song. My heart will go on. And everything. That's that's the second one. That was because he carried me to uh, a movie called Up Close and Personal. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And that song was playing at the end of the movie, and I told him, I said, "This is our song." He said, "Okay." So cute. What was the the name of the first song? Who sings that song? The first one you mentioned. Keeper of the Stars. Keeper um, of the Stars. Yeah. I don't know who sings it. I can't remember. Okay. I'm going to look it up. Keeper of the Stars. But that Celine Dion is a beautiful song. It is a great song. Yep, it is. Judy, if I, unfortunately, it's somewhat early today. I, normally, I always start the show off with a toast. But um, later on tonight, when I when I do have a drink, I'm going to, um, I'm going to send you a text message, of course. But I'm going to... I'm going to just say this right now to you. I'm going to send you a virtual toast to you and your family um, of, of what what you guys have have gone through. And I'm praying that from here on out, it's nothing but sunshine for you. 